Hey everyone, welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormirati and I am so psyched because I have a guest with us today who I love so dearly. She's my coach. She helped me get my book out there in the world. She's one of my very favorite authors and just like a style icon, in my opinion, like just an amazing woman. Welcome, Carol Alwell, to the podcast. Hi, Melody. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. And what a beautiful um, intro. I feel oh the same God. way about you. <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you. Thank you for saying yes. Um, I would love just before we go into all of these amazing questions that the audience has prepared for you, literally, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh God, what a loaded question, right? <laughs> well, um, I am an author, as you mentioned, a coach, an all-around champion for women. It's just like my life's mission is really just empowering women to create a life and a business and just a world that they're obsessed with. I've been doing what I do for 14 years. I've been a coach for a decade now. Uh, I'm a born and raised New Yorker, totally love New York, never leaving, um, <laughs> love 80s music like you, I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, I just, I guess, yeah, I mean, there's so much more to my story, but that's kind of just the overall big picture. Amazing. And you know what? I'm sure we'll get into all the important parts and all the things that our audience totally needs to know about you. Um, you know, as you know, our mission is all about empowering women to empower girls. And I would love to know, first off, if you had the opportunity, what would you say to eight-year-old Kara? Oh my God. It's funny. Cause I don't know if you've ever done inner child healing, but for me, eight is like the age where everything shifted in my life. And that's, I've done a lot of work around that. So it's interesting. You mentioned eight. I think I would tell her that she's enough. She's more than enough that she doesn't have to fix anything within herself or anyone around her. And she's just so deeply loved. Like she can't even imagine how loved she is and how safe she is. Oh my goodness. That's so beautiful. And imagine a world where every eight-year-old girl knew that. Like imagine what powerhouses they would be moving through adolescence and then in just life, like the things that they could do, the way that they could feel. It's just so, so, so beautiful. And what a beautiful share. Thank you so much for that. Um, you were just featured in Oprah daily. That is so freaking exciting. I literally in your Instagram posts was feeling your excitement because that's like on everyone's dream board. Right. And I think it was on your dream board. Tell us a little bit about that experience. Can you hear the siren in the background? Okay. No, you're so fine. So Kara's <laughs> in New York City and you're going to hear a lot of the fun sound effects that go with having an apartment in the city and it's all good. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, being on Oprah was for sure on my dream board. Um, like I think I remember probably over 10 years ago. I mean, I've always loved her. I remember watching her with my grandmother when I was younger, you know, after school and I was just obsessed and like enamored with her. So yeah, being on her radar has always kind of been a dream of mine. I just always thought like, that's so impossible. It's never going to happen. How would that happen? I don't have a publicist, you know, I've never had a big team around me. I have you know, a couple of people that I outsource things to, but I don't have like this huge company. And I think that's what I try to explain to people. Like you don't need to have this huge machine around you to be successful and to have these incredible moments. And it honestly meant more to me that it was an organic find that one of her editors really just fell in love with the podcast and decided to write about it and feature it. That's so exciting. And, you know, you really don't hear that so much anymore. You don't hear about features like that without a publicist. 
what, what would you attribute that to? Like, how were you, you know, what was it that allowed these people to find you? How were you showing up? I was showing up consistently. Um, I was just relentless in sharing my work with the world. And I always have been from day one. It's just been something that I feel like I have to do. It's, it's like beyond a choice, right? Like, and I'm sure you feel this way too, with the work that you do. It's, it's not like I get up and I'm in the mood to post something. It's like, it's, I feel like I'm always channeling things constantly. I'm just so plugged into God, the universe, whatever. And it flows through me and it causes me to just keep showing up. And I have faced a lot of rejection in my life and failures and mistakes, even though I don't really believe in failure. I think it's just experience and Oprah agrees. Um, But yeah, I think it's just always being there. And I, I think the difference between people who have like, quote, made it or like had these big things happen is that they just kept getting up and doing it every single day. That's the difference, you know, and then there's some people who expect that overnight success and they kind of give up and, and they don't let themselves, they don't see what's possible for themselves by just simply showing up and being there. I love that you say that so much because, you know, so, so many people that I speak to on a daily basis, they want to show up, right? They want to put themselves out there, but they struggle with so much imposter syndrome, perfection, paralysis, constantly concerned with what other people are going to think of what they're doing, what they're saying, how they're showing up. How, how can you speak to that a little? You know, my friend, and I'm going to give her credit here. Jamie King is her name. She's a a friend. She's a former client. She's a phenomenal coach. She has a really good way to think about imposter syndrome. If someone else, like if I was going to show up and pretend to be Melody, right. And like, you know, with your whole brand and everything, and and I was just going to show up and like host a call, I would have no idea what I was doing because your gifts are not my gifts, right? Like, I don't know what your business looks like. I don't know what you do every single day, even though I am a coach and we work together, you're still, you still own what you do. That's yours. That's a gift that truly comes through you. I would be an imposter trying to live your life. You would be an imposter trying to live my life. And I think that's a great way to think about it because we know so much more than we think we know about ourselves. And I think if we can just really tap into our essence and really truly connect with the woman that we know we are, right? Like our, I call it like my inner muse, like the best version of me, the highest version of me, whatever you want to consider that. That is to me how to bust through it, right? Just kind of quiet the noise. I think I read something the other day and it was like, we're, we're not born with insecurities. We are born as these like perfect beings. We learn insecurity. So it's up to us to unlearn it. Mm. Oh my God. I love that you said that because so much of the work that we do here with girl life is unlearning the fears, the doubts, the shame, everything that we picked up on in our girlhood and the world telling us who to be. And so it's us really unlearning all of that and like peeling away at those layers to really just find our most authentic self. Right. And you do that so beautifully, like the way that you show up on social media, specifically Instagram, if you guys don't follow her, you need to follow her at the champagne diet on Instagram, but she shows up. So, um, it's just so real. Like, I feel like every time I see one of your posts, I feel your heart. And we don't feel that way all the time on social, right? There's a lot of like feeling like people are posting things because they need to post them. And this is what you're supposed to do when you're building a brand or a business. How is it that you show up so authentically? How is it that I'm feeling your heart in every post? Oh, thank you for that. It's a beautiful compliment. 
I think from day one, I knew that I was never going to hand over my social media to a team. I was never going to take a course on how to run a perfect Instagram. Like every time that I watch anything, you know, on like, you know, sometimes I look at YouTube just to kind of see the trends. There's a lot of good, like, you know, content creators on there that talk about like what's trending and how to show up. Like I immediately feel like, ugh, like I don't want to do that. I don't want to do TikTok dances to go viral. You know, like my goal is never to get more followers. My goal is to really just speak my truth and attract the right people to me who want to hear what I have to say and attract the right people to me who want to be inspired to live their best life. And I know I'm not for everyone. And I think when you really own that fact that you're not meant for everyone, you shouldn't want to be for everyone, there's freedom in that. And I'm able to really just trust myself and to know that what I'm doing is enough and, you know, what I'm doing is is perfect for the person that it's supposed to reach. And that's my job. That's all I can hope for. I remember when I started my blog 14, almost 14 years ago, I was like, if I could just reach one woman, and I really meant that. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, millions of women later, it's just, it's an incredible feeling. And when I think releasing that pressure and taking some of that unnecessary stress off yourself really just unlock something inside of you. And it lets you show up authentically because you're not trying to fit into a certain box. That's so gorgeous. And that's really one of the reasons I loved working with you because there are so many business coaches out there who are telling us the way that it should be done. You've got to do a live launch and you've got to show up on so-and-so date for five days consecutively. And there's so it feels so rigid to me, as you know. Um, and what you're telling everyone to do is actually to burn the rule book, which is like, ah, oh my God. Talk to me about burning that rule book. Oh my gosh. I have never resonated with the business coaches that sell you like the blueprint to success and here's how to do things. And you, along with many of my clients have come to me and said, this isn't working for me. I paid for this coach. I paid for this course and I just don't feel aligned with it. So my favorite thing to do is to give women permission to just be creative in their businesses and to have fun in their businesses, because that's what I try to do. I do things in a way that's, that's different. People don't get it all the time. And they're like, well, how, like, how could you, how could that have sold out? Or how did that book take off? And it's like, because I just did something that I wanted to do. And I think when you trust yourself, we all have such a unique voice in this world, right? We all have something different to give. And when we're all trying to be like a cookie cutter version of the next person, it's impossible to stand out. We just kind of, you know, drown ourselves in all the noise out there. So why not try something different and, and have fun with it? And I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, we're always, I think a lot of women are trying to be perfect. We're trying to get it right. We don't want to make a mistake. And there's so many reasons for that. Right. I mean, it really just goes back into like ancient history, right? The pressure around women. And so I I think it's just really fun to live a permissionless life and to just enjoy what it is that you're doing. And we forget that sometimes. Yeah. Especially in business, right? Especially when like there's, there's something tied to the outcome and you talk about creativity and I love that you're like, get creative with it, make it your own. What if someone listening is like, but how, like, how do I tap into that creativity? Like, what do I have to do? I think you have to start by thinking about what turns you on and what lights you up. And one of my favorite questions to ask my clients and anyone is like, what makes you feel alive? And for me, it's music. That's something that's number one, Um, just a beautiful environment, you know, art. So I try to connect to those things because even though listening to a certain song may not directly impact my business strategy or plan, it does because it raises my vibration. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel 
excited to create. And then it flows into everything else in my life. So I would start by asking yourself, like, what makes me have fun? Like what, what gives me life? And then go do more of that, right? Get off the computer. Like your best ideas are not going to happen on a keyboard. They're not going to happen when you're scrolling someone else's Instagram. That's not when you're going to get those downloads. Those, you know, I think they're like spiritual downloads, right? To like, this is the next step for you. You'll hear it when you're not expecting it. Yeah. Oh, hey, Yoshi. That's Kara's adorable dog. Oh my God. So my dog, James is in Miami for two months with his uncle. We call him his Funkle. Um, And it's so, so we don't have any noise going on in here. Like James, usually, you know, you know, from when we work together, but it's all good. Don't, don't feel (laughs) it's fine. Um, So I, I just love that you talk about, you know, tapping into that creativity. I know for myself, sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to listen to the next business podcast and I need to read this business book and I need to follow this business coach. And it's like, no, sometimes I need to step away. I need to go for a walk. I'm also super inspired by music and like the music inspires me. Like I'm lit up by it. I'm excited in the presence of its energy. So I love that you said that. That's so good. Um, okay. So a few things that like, I, a few things I love about you. I love a lot of things about you, but one of the things I love the most is how you give yourself permission to do many different things. You, you know, one day you feel like promoting your jewelry line and that's what you're doing. The next day you're promoting iconic, you you know, a, a course that you're doing. I want to know, like, how, how is it that you give yourself that permission and how do you make it work for you? I love this question because I just had this conversation with one of my girlfriends over voice text this morning. We were just like having our morning coffee and and talking because she's feeling really stuck. And she's like, I want to do all these different things. And the answer I gave her is what I'll give you is what I actually give everyone an assignment in Iconic, which is my program that I love all about personal branding. Um, It's really about creating a mission statement first and foremost for your brand. I think when you have a mission statement and you're clear, and it could be a sentence, it could be three sentences, but when you're really clear on what you're here to do, everything else aligns and makes sense. So for example, my mission statement, and this is not like word for word, but it's kind of along the lines of like, you know, I empower women to create a life and a business they're obsessed with. You know, I help women cultivate unshakable confidence and show up unapologetically. So when you look at that statement, Think of all the ways that you can do that, right? You can do that through a piece of jewelry, like fabulous piece of vintage bowl jewelry. That's like what I love, right? Like that's how I personally dress. It's through personal style. You can cultivate that confidence and feel really good through reading one of my books, through listening to a podcast, through working on your own self and business through a course. So there's so many ways to create things. And I think, I don't know, I couldn't do the same thing day in and day out. There's no way that I could promote the same course year after year for 10 years. I would be so bored. Some people work that way. Some people are happy doing that. I'm not. So I think you just need to really, again, give yourself permission to to show up in the way that you want to show up, right? Because I think creating a business that you love is also such a privilege. And it's something that like not everyone does. So like you, if if you're going to follow rules, like you might as well just go back to a corporate job. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I remember like when I was growing up, I mean, things have really changed over the years. There was a time when you had one trade, there was one thing you learned how to do. You learned how to do it really, really well. And you stuck with it for your entire lifetime. To me, that sounds so stifling as well. Like I can't imagine doing the same thing all the time. And, um, 
you know, it's, it's nice for other women to feel that permission in their businesses to try new things. I mean, we only learn and grow by trying new things and we don't want to always be the way that we were the day before, because how are we evolving otherwise? So I love that you've given everyone that permission. Uh, there is a question that has come up. I posted on my Instagram page, what questions people have for you. And everyone asked some version of this. What is your advice to the woman who is just starting out in her business? Trust yourself. Just trust yourself. I love that. And how do you do that? How do you do that when you just like, it seems like the hardest thing to do? I think spend as much time with yourself as you can. Like one of the biggest rookie mistakes, and I did this when I first started out of my business, was I signed up for everyone's newsletter that was a life coach and every free webinar from a life coach. And I, you know, this was even before Instagram really was popular. I just went on everyone's website and I looked at everyone's package. And I was so consumed with what everybody else was doing that I didn't take a step back and go, what do you want to do? And thankfully I caught on pretty quickly and I was like, this just sucks. <laughs> Frankly, I don't like what I'm seeing out there. So I'm just going to trust myself to create something for the woman like me who is a little bit different, who is a little bit more, I don't know, just has a different outlook on life. You know, I knew I didn't want to be like, I remember specifically looking, there was like the tr trends. This is probably like 2010 or something, 2011 when all, everyone was doing photo shoots at like their keyboard at their desk or like hailing a taxi in New York city and like a pink blazer. And I'm like, ugh, this just doesn't resonate. Like how many more of those images can we see, please? Exactly. Exactly. And like, listen, if that was your thing, more power to you, I'm not knocking anyone, but like, it wasn't my thing. So if you look at all my pictures, they're very edgy. They're very different. You know, like I, I am styled in a different way. I'm wearing what I would normally wear. Like I live downtown in the East village. My pictures are outside. There's graffiti in the background. That's who I am. You know, my, my brand has an edge. I have like a kind of a different way of doing things. So look around, it's fine to look around, but then create what you wish existed, create what you want to see in the world, because that's, what's going to make you stand out. And that's what's going to make you feel good. Love it. Love it. That's such a perfect answer. Thank you for that. Um, we are nearing the end and I have like a, a new little rapid fire situation I'm, I'm trying out, but feel free to take your time on these answers. But I, I have four, four, I have four questions for you. So the first one is who is inspiring you now and why? Oh God, that's a good one. Who is inspiring me now and why? You know what? My mom is inspiring me. My mom has COPD, which is a like a very serious lung disease. And since the pandemic hit, she has not really been able to go out, to socialize, to have her life. And she has the most positive attitude about it. She has her down days, but watching her thrive through all of it is just beyond inspiring to me. That's amazing. Amazing. Love it. All right. This is one of my favorite questions and I'm excited to hear your response about it. What's your favorite song? Oh my God. My favorite song, freedom, George Michael, hands down, hands down. And it's funny. Cause I just did my core values for the year and freedom is number one. I'm like, how, how interesting is that? So good. Love it. <laughs> how about your favorite band? Smashing Pumpkins. Mm. Since I was 16, like just obsessed, they changed the whole course of my life. So good. And my final question for you today, Kara, if you could take a billboard out on the world for all to see, what would it say? Oh, I'm going to go back to trust yourself. Mm, so good. Because I think that that applies in every area, right? It, it applies in relationships, in self-confidence, in business. Yeah. Trust yourself.
We need to turn down the volume of what everybody else is telling us to do, be, feel, and turn up the volume on our own intuitive voice. That's what it's all about. Amen. Yep. All right, Kara, tell us where people can find you, all the different places you hang out. Okay. So my podcast is called Style Your Mind, and it's on every podcast platform available. Uh, All my books are on Amazon. So you can just look up my name on Amazon. Uh, Girl on Fire is the latest. So I highly recommend reading that book if you like this interview. And then I'm on Instagram at The the Champagne Diet. And then my website is thechampagnediet.com. Thank you, Kara. You are amazing. I'm so excited to share you with my audience and I can't wait to touch base again soon. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you guys for listening much. My little shih tzu in the background. Hopefully he wasn't. (laughs) I'm feeding him treats under the desk as we talk, just so you can get a visual. It's all good. We love him. (laughs) If you love what you're hearing, please go ahead and leave us a review so that we can keep the empowerment flowing. Also, be sure to follow along on Instagram at Girl Life Empowerment, and I would love for you to check out my newly released book, Empowered Women, Empower Girls, across all Amazon platforms. I'm so grateful for you, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.